Thanks for checking out the Tennessee Holler Podcast, the flagship podcast of the Tennessee Holler Podcast Network. Subscribe to and support the Holler at www.tnholler.com to help us fearlessly yell the truth about Tennessee. And be sure to subscribe to the growing family of Holler Podcasts while you're there. You can also follow the Holler on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at the TN Holler. Tennessee. 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 Lord, I've really been real One of my favorite podcasts on the Tennessee Holler Podcast Network. Scrappy time with Jay Clark over in East Tennessee. Jay is a fun-loving dude who happens to be running for State House against Jerome Moon. Jay, how are you? I'm doing good, buddy. How about y'all? So what's going on with your race, man? Tell us. You're running against Jerome Moon. You are a thorn in his side. He's on the wrong side of most things. You know, it's going really well. Um, it's kind of hard to have your uh, hand on the pulse, you know, like we would like because... You know, in 2018, which I ran in as well, we we knocked 9,000 doors and, you know, called about 14,000 people. And, you know, we knew what we were up against then. We were the first Democrat to run around here pretty much in a century, it seems like, but uh, (laughs) at least for this seat. So as far as knowing where our race is at, I'm not real sure. But I can tell you this. uh, I went and voted today. I'm at the polls or drive by our polling locations regularly in my little orange bug, make sure people know I'm around. I went and voted today because I saw one of the lines at its shortest that I've seen it ever since it started. And, um, you know, we had a great turnout in 2018 here in Blount County. My win number, I thought, was around 7,000. Uh, we got around 6,300 votes, which I was pretty proud of. That was enough to win two out of three elections in the last 30 years, midterms. We had about 10, 000, a little over 10,000 more people show up in our district than have ever showed up in a midterm. It was almost like a presidential turnout. Unfortunately, they weren't for us, but I think we had a lot to do with that. So we had 20,000 more folks show up in Blount County in 2018 than have ever showed up in a midterm. And with the exception of Williamson County, which we were right behind in, in the proportion increase, we were the second highest turnout in the state by far. So I think we're seeing some of that now. I'm hopeful, you know, and uh, around here, if you've got a D next to your name, that's more than most people can ask for. But um, <laughs> I know we're going to make up a lot of ground. I don't know if it's going to be enough because we got to make up 40 points. What's the pitch? What are you saying to people? They hear you're a Democrat. You know you're an underdog. What's the case that you make? Well, the biggest case I make pretty much is is are the things that I would like to do, but also challenge them to think about the issues that really matter to them that happen at the state level. You know, everybody's so polarized right now. I am no doubt a Democrat. If I had five bucks or a vote for that matter from everybody that's come up to me here in Blount County and said, you know, you would have won if you'd run as a Republican. Well, yeah. And I'd have lied to everybody, too. I mean, Mm -hmm. I'm not trying to start a a political career, but I'm certainly not going to start one uh, by telling everybody a lie just so I can win. That's kind of the challenge around here. First of all, to get past to get past that step. Once you do that, it's like I'm closer to the center on almost every issue than my opponent. If you look at how most Tennesseans feel, unless the polls are a bunch of crap, they care about health care. Don't like the idea of using our public dollars that are supposed to go to our public education system to private schools and subsidizing private education. Those type things, when you start talking to them, they're like, well, that sounds like crap to me. Well, that's 
kind of what we're we're dealing with. And if you ever get a chance to have those conversations with them, and that's where not doing the door knocking right now is really a struggle. You can get them. The biggest question I get from the guys, well, I can't vote for you because you're Democrat and Democrats want my guns. I tell them to come on out here to the house. We got 32 acres right here and uh, I got targets sitting up the holler right now and you know, I'd invite them over the house and say, there's been at least six. I challenged the sixth one the other day. So come on out. If you beat me, I'll leave you alone. But if I beat <laughs> you and I'm a pretty damn good shot, you got to vote for me. And not, none of them have showed up so far, but I also think I sold them before the conversation was over. Put it that I love way. it. Did you hear what he said in there too, Cassie? He said he's got a holler on his property. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yes. It's, it's amazing. It's a real no fooling holler. We're excited about your campaign. We want you to keep doing scrappy time. Even after you're done, no matter what, win or lose. The guy that I work with, his name's Robert Berlin. It's a local company here in town, and he helps me co-produce the show. We've become best friends tonight on Scrappy Time. There it is. Yeah, it's like my wrestling voice. Some of the differences I'm highlighting aren't so much the issues. It's about our campaigns, the differences in our campaigns, primarily of how we're funded, how we spend our money, where we spend it. Also, just the accessibility and the accountability. And that, that of course, is where some of the voucher stuff comes in. Well, those two things are so intertwined, man. When you fund your campaign the right way, you're a lot less afraid to be accessible. And I think people should be looking for that from their representatives, no matter what side of the aisle they're on. Go find people who are funded by the people. We just talked about Jason Zachary has 16 donations. 11 of them are from PACs, five of them from out of state. He doesn't have one donation from a Tennessee voter in his district, not one. And so that tells you right there who he's really working for. You know, no matter what letter is next to somebody's name, you got to go figure out who they're funded by, who they're working for, how you fund your campaign really matters. And we know you're doing it the right way. It also matters where you spend your money. I joined the Chamber of Commerce here in, in Blunt County, which also is called the Blunt Partnership. My opponent, Representative Moon, is also a, a member. He's spent about 36, 37,000 bucks since uh, January of 2020. And I've spent 41,000. We spent 96% of our money here. And out of the 36 odd thousand that he has spent this year, 2% has been right here at home. And so you're exactly right about Jason Zachary. It's not just where the money comes from, but the only people that get a call back are from Jerome Moon or if you're with the chamber or if you're one of his wealthy buddies. Mm -hmm. And if you want to know who those are, all you got to do is look at his campaign finance sheet because his average donation from a private individual is uh, over 750 bucks. Wow. I could probably count on these two hands how many people have given me 750 bucks, but I can tell you right now we're up to close, I think over 600 individuals that have given us money this go round. That speaks volumes, I think, exactly what your point is. I know Cassie and I are both pulling for you. You know, Where can people help you out and donate if they want to? What, what's the website? They can go to jclark4tn.com, and uh, we could use some help. And I will add, say this. The one thing that saved our butt, probably $1,500, $1,600 in recurring donations coming in. And that's what we're uh, going to be focused on in 2022. And we're going to start as soon as possible because as soon as I get elected this time, I can't raise money in January and we won't get them people signed up. A few bucks here and there goes a long way. It's been really helpful for the hauler and I'm sure it'd be really helpful for you, Jay. Jay, you're one of our favorite candidates, man. We're rooting for you. I may not always win, but by God, I never lose. And regardless <laughs> of what happens November 3rd, we're going to be back in 2022 and uh, I'm going to make sure Jerome Moon keeps Preparation H around. <laughs> That's what I like Excellent. to hear. The best. He's awesome. That's one of the fun parts about having the holler and being involved in this world is you meet all kinds of good people with different characters that, you know, there's only one reason to run for 
office as a Democrat in Tennessee, and that's because you actually care about things. Jay is a sincere, true believer, true heart. Seeing these long lines everywhere, you know, I, I know some pretty skeptical people that are thinking optimistically these days. I, I won't have any sort of relief of any kind until no, election day. Don't but, have any relief. But I agree that the that the long lines are are hopefully a good sign. And absolutely we're pulling for Jay. We're pulling for um, you know, all these great candidates that we've highlighted here on the hauler. He would be such an improvement over Jerome Moon. Man, it would, so, it would it'll just be fun to like see some of these people up on the hill doing their thing. You know, I think this yeah. crop of candidates who like will really go up there and give them hell. It's a tennis show.